flip, flop, and fly. I don't care if I die. Now flip, flop, and fly. I don't care if I die. It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teolis. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all your subscriptions, downloads. You can find us on Facebook. We're on Twitter and Instagram, at Pinball Profile. You can also show your support on Patreon, slash Pinball Profile. That would be greatly appreciated. And you can email pinballprofile at gmail.com. Let's go to BC right now. This man just got back from Indisc, his first time there. He had a good time. I'm sure we'll talk about that. And... The other little thing he's been doing over the last year and a bit, it's called Forever the Flip. It's great clothing. We're talking about Neil Hodge. Hello, Neil. How are you? Hey, Jeff. Fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's a great pleasure. Hey, it's good to talk to you. It was good to see you uh, just a few weeks ago at Indisc. That was your first time there. I know you took some amazing photos and you got to meet a lot of nice people. First of all, your experience at Indisc. What did you think of that wonderful event? Oh. I'm an easy sell, and thank you for letting me talk more about pinball. The hyper elite, extreme, like super goober pinball. I'm I'm such a fan of the competitive nature of it, and then the high performance, the mental kind of uh, space and take that it needs to be. Uh, it, it just just blows my mind, and I couldn't take enough of it in. So obviously, I, I sit back and I take some pictures to document a little bit of what's going on to tell the story of the people who they are. But the amount of players that have the skills, like all the skills is it's awestruck, awestruck. Well, you definitely saw it on display there at Indisc. I think 60 plus of the top 100 players in the world were at that event. And uh, it's amazing to see the people that didn't make the finals or didn't even make the playoffs. Just the, the caliber was unreal and uh the variety too i mean you saw young and old you saw some great men and women play it's uh, a great variety and now as far as playing yourself you took a lot of pictures you even showed up too for the pinball profile played in america tour we'll talk about that in a little bit but um what about yourself what about playing like getting involved the one thing i i kind of stepped up like got over my own personal insecurities of playing of uh, scoring and I, you know your first time you score you're like oh for sure I'm screwing this up and someone's gonna just download on me but I volunteered maybe five shifts and then you're like right in the thick of things right you're seeing it you're feeling it you're hearing it and uh, it's a great way to give back to put in and it's certainly I'm not I'm not anywhere in contention I had a couple a couple games that helped define your experience there for sure like had maybe one top 40 score, and that, that's enough. You know, you, you make one Lazarus save, and you're like, oh, that's <laughs> heaven. Not quite like getting to a final like you. That was outstanding. Yeah, a little bit of luck helps. Uh, you know, some skill, but some luck, some people helping you along the way. But that's the whole thing about Indisc is with that card format, if you're playing the classics, you have to have four consistent games. You can't have a, a bleeder, as they call You can't have one that's not going to show up on your scorecard. And then you need five for the uh, main event. And uh, very, very difficult, I think. I'm not sure the numbers for the women. I think it was four and also for the high stakes. But uh, again, all tough challenges but uh, a real you know I was talking with Marty Robbins he's my partner on final round we do on the pinball network and he was worried I was discouraging people that saying it's tough uh, at Indisc it is tough at Indisc it doesn't yeah. mean it's impossible and anybody 
can do well. I mean, uh, I think Zach Sharp, he got into the playoffs, and I don't think he had a score higher than 35th out of all the people that played, but he was consistent. They were all kind of good games or a little above average, but nothing great, no GC. It's tough to do with all that pressure and the way the games are set up. I mean, you, you saw that, didn't you, Neil? Oh, it's the players that have the skills, like the skills to pay the bills that they're <laughs> attacking the game or they're, they're clinical. Like, uh, it was, it was brought up how, um, Kaylee George, he's on it. He's, he's not waiting. <laughs> he's not, he's not feeling, he's not flowing. He's like attacking this game. Clinical. So many different styles. You had mentioned in your uh, top 10 list, Walt Wood, and I got him in one of my groups for the flip on Sunday the match play uh, strikes and uh, just to play with a personality or to see somebody have that kind of style up close, uh, just remarkable, certainly a personality to, to grow from or to learn from just to be cool, to be fun. And uh, yeah, just always having a point of enjoyment and fulfillment regardless of the, the level of pressure. We can hear the excitement in your voice, and that's kind of the experience of Indisc for those that were there, and uh, definitely check it out next January when it comes back to Riverside, California. So I was glad you were there. You got a lot of great photos, and that's kind of a big hobby for you too. I mean, we're going to get to your really big hobby, but uh, taking photos is so important. We we love what Gene X Wong does with Orange Photography. Yeah. Uh, he was the lead photographer there at Indisc, but a lot of people like yourself taking all kinds of photos and, and capturing these great memories and action shots, if you will. It's, uh, it's a nice time capsule, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, there, and for sure there's some of you in there. Um, I, I did post on my Instagram to try and tell the story of the people who make up this hobby, and it, it is so niche, right? It's, it's kind of it's global, but it's still so small. Well, I guess compared to certainly video games, it would be small, although that weekend... Being on the front page of Twitch, I mean, now with over a million views, mm-hmm. a lot of people got to see pinball, and, and hopefully we get some new blood into pinball. I know that's something that's important to you because uh, you love supporting the kids in pinball and uh, and the women in pinball, two areas where we want to see more growth. And you've been doing that with your little company. That's not so little anymore. Forever the Flip. If you see yeah. these wonderful hoodies, and please go to my Facebook page and Instagram and pinballprofile.com. I'm going to post a bunch of them, but these hoodies have taken off. You see them everywhere, Neil. Yeah, it's a good vibe. It's a good vibe for sure. You know, same humble beginnings and just wanting to put back into pinball or to have some style or fun, right? It's a, it's a win-win if you can have fun. And early on, I, I found, and kind of I looked to the top of the rankings at, when I first got involved with the Victoria Pinball League. A shout out. Yeah, Dan Bitterlick and crew, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Ashley Carey, I know them all. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dan, there was no pinball before Dan. We were like 2001, like half of us could count and half of us could read, but not everybody could do one thing. And he kind of came in and, and just blew it up for us, which is great. I thought about trying to find a way to sponsor players or, you know, high-performance pinball athletes and creating a a hoodie for them from like an icon hoodie. Like, and early on, people like Kerry Wing really helped me out and Daniel Peck, and then we did a Sarah Little Canadian piece and even Danny Rocket in Australia. Um, Just different people came on and said, yeah, you know, throw me some style. 
and try to find a way to kick back to either putting the sponsorship back into merch for them or seeing if we could sponsor them. Hi, could we pay for a card, right? Could we help you keep playing? Uh, how can we make it easy all around? And there was some some early success for sure and then some kind of missed success where it kind of overshot the pinball market. Well, I remember you telling me that, that the idea was pinball, but when you were looking at some of the sales and where they came from, there was a huge skater community that were gobbling up these these wonderful different hoodies and designs. Without trying, skaters, snowboarders, graffiti artists. I have I have a hundred graffiti artists who follow my Instagram. I don't know any of them. I don't think any of them play pinball. And it it just kind of it outreached or outstepped the kind of pinball. So I kept trying to pull it back, and I was like, well, should I make it more pinball or less pinball or I didn't know where it could land, but I kept kind of plugging away with trying to make something accessible for everybody. And it's funny, Jeff, I, I joined this early chat group where you could post your stuff and get feedback. And, you know, you I would get, oh, that the hoodie looks good. The colors are good, but it's it's sophisticated, but, you know, it's kind of demented, right? <laughs> or I would get, like, it's cyber, goth, counterculture, gauche, couture. I'm like, what is that? where's the pinball in that I I couldn't quite land it in the right place and then this is another strange offshoot where an American Olympian contacted me she's a poet she's an author she's a singer she's an Olympian she's national champion and she's a high jumper of all things and she tripped on the Instagram that says forever the flip hence flipping right Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where is this coming from? And it, it ended up to be a great collaboration. And I have, I don't know, maybe 10 of her hoodies online. So I, I realized that kind of holding back or outstepping the pinball vibe could still leave me with some room to design around it and still kind of coddle it back together. It's amazing what you set out to do and what it's become forever the flip. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, the the athletes, the Olympians, the um, skaters, the graffiti artists. You're like the Banksy of pinball hoodies, if you really want to talk about it. Uh, th- uh, yeah, it's a, he, Banks obviously a huge influence. Um, we we did like some of the themed hoodies. You know, were motivated or stylized around some Van Gogh or Picasso or Andy Warhol, obvious, obviously, and then different forms and modes of entertainment and music movies just popular art right that kind of links into like it always comes up in pinball you can't escape your nostalgia it's true right that's one of the things i like about uh, pinball is the americana of the uh you know some of the older games and some of the i think you lose it a little bit with the themed games i mean it's it's great pop art and all that kind of good stuff but these original designs that you saw in some of the older games that really weren't themed is like just absolute creations and I, and I find them fascinating and and crazy sometimes really out there art i think uh, quicksilver would be one that would come to mind but oh, uh, melt my heart yeah but silverball mania like i love looking at that game i like playing it too but just some of these incredible art packages of yesteryear and we're still seeing it obviously with today but uh i mean there's just such a wide range that is just all eye candy when it comes to pinball yeah and the pinball marketplace are not they're not left out and being exposed to all kinds of art, right? All kinds of styles and looks and feels. And even if you're not, you know, super artistic, you're getting it all the time when you're playing, you're seeing it. 
I had a chance, <laughs> I had a chance to design for um, NPL, uh, the Nippon Pinball League, and it, it came out of something that was uh, like a, a college or a university club. And every season they would create a new club and do something new, right? And they wanted to do pinball. And same thing, I had kind of got over on Forever the Flip that someone is like, hey, what is your flipping, buddy? And I'm like, hi there. And I got a, a chance to collaborate and co-create a logo and design for their league. And there's huge, for me, huge language barrier. But to somehow get a little bit more into the Japanese marketplace and design something specific. And when you get a chance to design, you're always like, well, the collaboration is, is it me giving up part of my, my vibe or is it me blossoming into co-creating something more? And I was lucky that I took it because it really showed, showed me how, and, you know, if you look around to your standard kind of pinball look, it's like, okay, bang, give me a wizard. Okay, wizard mode. Give me some pinballs. Yes. But there was so, and maybe it's a cultural or a, an age and stage thing that they wanted something that showed who they were, what they did, and how can I create visually an image that shows the game becoming you. <laughs> so imagine a reference on, please suggest how the game becomes you. And I, I really struggled with it, but it's something that helps you grow and uh, it, it wasn't until I was kind of deep into F14 when you're playing, you're playing, you're playing, you're playing. And then I look down and it's just stopped. The game stopped. I'm like, oh, you know, you have that moment where the flippers die or the lights go out and you're so immersed in the game that you don't realize you've tilted. <laughs> it's because the game's over. We've all been there. At that point where you're so immersed that the game is you and you're the game. And that's the kind of visual representation they wanted off a, off a hoodie for their league. I'm like, oh, really? And even how they think sometimes about their league wanting to compete against other leagues, could they create a hoodie that created a visual distortion to make someone dizzy when they were looking at it? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> is, that, is that even allowed? A little mind trick. I like it. I can see how leagues are interested in the Forever the Flip hoodies. I definitely can see how individuals are gobbling this up. And uh, I see it firsthand all the time because I reached out to you, Neil, and without blinking an eye, quickly saying yes, you became a huge sponsor and really a fan favorite aspect of the Pinball Profile Played in America tour. So I can't thank you enough for that. Oh, super welcome. For those that don't know, when you come to one of my events, we play a pinball tournament and all prizes are given away at random. And that's something that's a little excited. We've got a trophy for the winner and you get your Whopper points and all that kind of good stuff. But anybody can win anything. And the Forever the Flip hoodie that you have been so gracious to donate has been wonderful. And, and people get to go on your website, forevertheflip.com, and pick out the hoodie that they want, the size they want, and you've shipped it to them. First of all, thank you, and uh, it's part of what makes the tour so great. Oh, you're very welcome. It's uh, it's an honor to be involved. And the same back at you, Jeff, that I don't know anybody else out there putting themselves out there, like, let's reunite the community, let's get out after lockdown, do a tour, see the people, share the love. Like, thank you to you. Like, what you do, you, you know, no one's making you do it. And it's totally for the love, and it's, it's well won. And, 
Very much appreciated. So thanks, thanks from thanks from the peeps on our end. Thanks for saying that. I'll let you know a little secret. It's all for selfish reasons. I like playing pinball. I like seeing people. So I'm doing it for me. Yeah, you get to play more. Yeah. yeah, everyone gets to see the benefit. Well, the funny thing about the last tournament, and it was the one you were at, we played at the Riverside Game Lab, and that just happened to be the day, even though I had a 6.40 a.m. flight to get to uh, California by noon, lots of time to get there for the 6 o'clock Pinball Profile Played in America Tour event at the Game Lab. My flight was grounded, as so many were with the FAA grounding that day. Mine was delayed by eight and a half hours. And if it wasn't for Colin McAlpine and Andy Bagwell running the tournament, which I'd already had set up in match play and all the players, I mean, they took the attendance. That's the good thing is, you know, people pay in advance so I can get the shirts out from Outlaw Pinball and prizes were already shipped there. And I brought whatever I had with me. You got to see it and you saw the excitement. And uh, in fact, uh, you, you were even so impressed that you said, let's give a good spirit award. And we gave another hoodie away. Yeah, spirit of the game award. And that went to Beck Gallagher too. Becky, uh, we know from Hup Challenge and she was thrilled. I've seen her post uh, pictures of the hoodie. So uh, thank you again for that, Neil. Yeah, that, that was that was a good win for for uh, for Beck for sure. She was so happy, and I, well, the tournament was in good hands, obviously. And I was milling about with some of my VPLers there. They got into the uh, into the tournament, and yeah, the the, the, the scuttlebutt is oh, just not here. Oh yeah, he got got swiped, got swiped. So everyone's playing on, and then all of a sudden, just kind of you know, the news cuts across across the uh, across the arcade. Jeff's here. And his hair looks great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might be growing it just a little bit. Not uh, not the super buzzy buzz cut. Somewhere in between. Well, I mean, it wasn't exactly a subtle entrance. I came in with a uh, with a blowhorn. I had the. Uh, <laughs> I think I had my little uh, megaphone. I'm like, who's playing pinball without me? It was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was all good. Fifty one people there. That was it. Was sold out quickly, and I had a waiting list of thirty three. So yeah. uh, when you see these go up, like the one in uh, Colorado that's coming up on February 25th at Lions Classic Pinball, and I've got a few more. Uh, I've got one coming up in the Game Terminal in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. That's coming up in March. It's about to be posted by the time uh, this episode probably airs. Same with Bang Back Pinball Lounge in Columbia, South Carolina. Good to see Fred Richardson and, and crew there. And then the final one we've got coming up is, I can tell you the date right now. That one I do know. It's April 8th at um, Portal Pinball, just north of Atlanta in Georgia. So that's going to be a lot of fun going to see Brian Broyles' place. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, the hoodies are just so well received. I mean, I, I bring three samples so people can see and kind of have an idea of sizes. Then they go to the QR code and check out the website. And they're like, "Holy cow! Look at all these! It's amazing! How many? How many different ones are there?" It's a it's a bit of a problem at this point, isn't it? It's there's probably 150 online. I probably have 50 not posted. I, the lockdown is really responsible for that. Mm. I was uh, trapped in my own mind for a little bit too long, but there was an outlet. There it is. Yeah. There's uh, one other thing I want to let you know, or if you got a second for me to share it with you. And this is like Jeff's stuff that put me through a, a time warp, just did something. Either pinball or you just blended my brain for a little bit. And it's, it's, I was trying to break it down to myself, thinking, how is this possible? And it might come back to Burlington or you know, playing at Burlington Bowl or uh, the Roller Gardens used to have pinball back in the day. So for those that don't know, I live in a town called Burlington, Ontario. That's where Neil's from. Homeschool. Yeah, I've only lived here for 
13 years maybe, uh, knowing nobody when my wife and I moved here. So, uh, but we have a lot of common friends. But anyway, that's what we were talking about when you mentioned Burlington. Yeah, go ahead. So like it's the mid 70s and I'm 10 or 12 or something like that. And I've been drafted out one day to go to a baseball game. Essentially, my uncle takes me and gets me to sit in the crowded bleachers to watch a game. And the team that's come down from the Playboy Club that's in Buffalo at the time, that's a 1970s thing, to play against the firefighters. And my uncle gets drafted to be first base coach for the Playboy Club, which he's just kind of a designated guy because they're down somebody. So the first hit goes, and Bunny makes it to first, goes to high-five my uncle, totally fails. And he's he doesn't know what to do. He's just, like, standing there. And the crowd kind of starts jeering, and he kind of looks over, and he doesn't really understand. And they're all like, like give high-five, high-five. Like, don't you get it? And so the bunny, she, like, senses that he's missed the situation. He hasn't read the script. And she says, come over here. And she jumps up, high-fives him. And he's like, oh, okay, high-five, I got you, get you. And everyone cheers. Yay, way to go, way to go. But he had missed the situation, but she had the timing to see what it took to be in the moment. And this takes me to Indisc, Classics 2 Final, and you're swapping stickers live. You're in the moment. People have kind of missed the situation, and you just kind of peel back and, and give the hand, like, hey, guys, you kind of you remember turning and kind of giving everybody the high five? Well, what like happened were, was we were playing stars, and yeah. I did it twice, but on ball two, I lit all five stars. I'm like, hey, that's a big deal, like, because I heard yeah. somebody clap in the background. I thought, all right, let's, let's get a little more. Like, hey, bring it, you know, I'm just pumping the crowd. Also realizing that. We're streaming to over 15,000 people, the biggest audience of live pinball that's ever been done, certainly for competition, but anything mm -hmm. on Twitch. So, you know, let's get a little fanfare here. And they're not too far away from the microphones from the commentators. So a little bit of background noise and hype and, yeah, a little bit of showmanship and stuff. Not showing up my opponents by any means, but just no, no. like showing that there's excitement to this sport. And Johnny was doing it and they were, it was fun. Yeah, you're in the moment. And to be able to read the moment, is part of your showbiz acumen, right? Your your style and your grace for being present in the moment and being able to take it to the next moment. Well, thanks, Neil. Uh, it's uh, It was such a big deal. I mean, I knew that was going to be a video that was going to be special. It didn't hurt that Keith Elwin, who won the Classics 2, dominated. So it wasn't like the pressure was really, really on. So I could kind of relax a little bit. I'm like, okay, we're just having fun here. You know, let's see how well I can do and, and go from there. But any kind of victory or any good score or anything, that was just gravy anyway, because so I thought, ah, we're playing stars. I might as well go for the stars. I'll do the hard thing, or at least try to do it. And that was the fun part. Yeah. And you guys peeling the stickers. Well, like <laughs> Johnny Modica, listen, going into the finals, I knew, okay, we got a lot of people here. So I plastered my awesome Donna Summer shirt with all these pinball profile uh -huh. uh, stickers. I put on a UK Open sticker and, and a lot of fun things. And then <laughs> going into ball three, Johnny peeled his off and then he took mine off. And I went, oh, okay, that's fine. I've got one in my back pocket, pop it back on. So giggle, giggle. That's what that was about. But again, I saw a lot of Indisc. I see it everywhere I go, forever the flip hoodies. And uh, I can't thank you enough for supporting the Pinball Profile Played in America Tour. Uh, it, it means a lot to me personally, and uh, I know it does to the winners of those prizes. So 
Neil, it's good to find out how this all came about, and it's a bigger success than I even imagined. So, uh, again, go to foreverotheflip.com, and I can't thank you enough for everything you do and for being on the program. Yeah, thanks for sharing, Jeff. Thanks so much. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook as well. We're even on Patreon. If you'd like to show your support, that would mean the world to me. And, of course, you can email pinballprofile at gmail.com. I'm Jeff Teolos. flip, flop, and fly. I don't care if I die. Now, don't ever leave me. Don't ever say goodbye.